Welcome to Surrey's Greener Future. In these podcasts, we will identify ways where each and every one of us can do our bit to make a difference. We will also keep you updated about a number of local projects supported by Surrey County Council, which are designed to improve the environment. As part of the Surrey's Greener Future programme, the County Council asked for people to submit ideas for local initiatives. Representatives from the teams that submitted 10 of the ideas are meeting at a workshop led by Chris Tisdall from Surrey County Council. introduction hopefully not going to say too much about Surrey County Council today be much more about your ideas and hearing from you and thinking about what the different people here in the room have got in terms of skills resources and ideas to share this is the first of our three design challenge workshops so it's particularly for people who took the time to submit an idea and have made it through our very rigorous community panel that met a couple of weeks ago well done and thank you particularly for you for, for making this process happen because obviously you guys haven't put forward your idea this would all be a, a bit pointless so we're really pleased to have you here with us today a little bit of background from sorry county council as an organization in in july the county council our, our elected members declared a climate emergency and that is now manifesting in a few different ways in in the organization uh, we're starting to think about what we need to do differently to, to turn that from something that maybe is a nice pr statement into something that hopefully can have some meaningful impact in how we do things today is I slightly less, I think, about those big strategic things that we need to do. So I think this is much more about can we start some things in local communities now? Can we hopefully offer some of our resources, skills, and, and contacts that we have to help with that? Very much starting bottom up and seeing what we can what we can do by, by working together. So why why are we here today? You know, there's a, there's an organisational answer for me in that I work for the county council and I get I get paid. So. If someone asked me to do something like this, I, I've got to do it, but hopefully it's a, a bit more than that. I mean, I, I suspect some of you have got a particular issue that maybe you've had for a while that you've cared about in your local community, and this was a chance to, to sort of maybe take some action on that and, and, and do something specific about it. I don't know if we've got some people here who are more about the seriousness of a climate emergency and, and the urgent need to do something about that. Whatever you're here for, you'll have stuff that you can bring, contribute, and hopefully buy bringing all those different experiences together, we can, we can do something really good with these 10 ideas that we're, we're working on today. I, I, I wish I could say I was a fully signed up climate activist and I was living in a way where I generated no plastic and had a really low carbon footprint. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not. I'm, I'm, I've been getting better at some things and I'm, I'm working on it, but, but I've still got quite a long way to go in terms of my own decisions. stating the obvious but today is about your ideas and our role and the role of other, other organisations and other, other people who are here today is to sort of help develop those ideas and hopefully unblock things very much about your ideas we, we'd like to encourage you to be able to take responsibility for those own them and hopefully we can we can work with you to help them to happen just just really quickly so who's in the room people who have put forward ideas from a whole range of different places representing different local communities across Surrey we've also got people here specifically because they are interested in, in this initiative, care about climate change, want to offer their skills 
and experience and ideas to help develop the ideas. And then there's a smaller number of us who, are, I guess, are here to facilitate, enable, run the day. Hopefully, we'll also be able to share our skills and, and expertise. Anna, at the back, you may have seen that lovely tree that she's started to draw. So Anna's going to be keeping a graphic record of some of the things we talk about today, trying to draw out some of the key points and themes about the different ideas that we've got in the room, and, and also capture for us some of those things that might be key, things that would enable your ideas to be successful, and also perhaps those barriers that might get in the way if we don't sort them out. So that will give us a really good visual record of some of the things we've talked about, and also then something we can use to communicate to other people after today about, about what maybe you still need to help you to get your, your ideas up and running. Finally, what's the plan? This morning is going to be about connecting, meeting people, working out who's who, why we're here, what the ideas are, and then a bit of a chance to just share our thoughts around different people's ideas, hopefully be as creative as we can be in doing that. And then this afternoon, we're going to just think more specifically about what we need to do from today, what, what happens between now and the next design workshop, and what are some of the things that perhaps you could commit to to take forward in, that, in those three weeks in between now and, and the next one. What we wanted to do now was this, just as an exercise to each team have just one or two minutes to say a few words about what they think their idea is. Hopefully you've captured them, some things sort of on your tracing paper sheet. I, I don't mind making a start purely because we've got um, so one, one of our shortlisted ideas. This is the Positive Land Use Initiative. The essence of that is about bringing local farmers together who are doing more sustainable farming. How can we support them and enable them? How can we connect them up with local volunteers who might be able to help promote and increase the sort of sustainability of, of more ethical farming locally, benefits from that around local food production, people actually who are involved in that getting some benefit in terms of their health and exercise as a result of participating in some sort of physical activity, and within that then promoting practices that encourage biodiversity and things like that. So it's quite a big, a big idea, this one. So, from a farm cycling campaign. So, our basic idea is farms are a small market town, but the pollution levels peak at three times the legal limit on many roads in the town centre. And that was measured in August, so that's a quiet month. So, we've got I mean, there's four new housing developments being built soon, a lot of new cars going to be coming into the town, impending gridlock. So, that basically, our idea is based on what we have in London. It's safer to cycle in London, central London, than it is to cycle in farming. And everybody says that. So our basic idea is we want to replicate what they have in London. We want to build a cycle superhighway across the town centre. And we reckon we'll start small, make it successful, and then hopefully people will want more of it. So with a one-mile cycle superhighway, we can link four schools, a university, a shopping centre, sports centre, two supermarkets, and a big train station, which has 500 parking spaces, so 1,000 car journeys a day in and out of that, just with a one-mile cycle uh, track. We wouldn't close any roads completely. The only one we would affect would be this one, Downing Street. I don't know if you're familiar with the one-way system in Farnham. It's a two-lane, one-way road. And what we would do is shut one of the two lanes so that it looks like that. Basic idea. But the traffic would still flow through. This lane on that we get plenty to shut is generally empty because most of the traffic goes up Downing Street, turns right. Only about 5% of the traffic goes up Downing Street, turns left. Apart from that, we wouldn't shut any roads at all, we would just build this segregated cycle track running from West Street right through up to South Farnham School. 
maybe linking to the National Cycle Route 22, even linking to the Wayside Greenway, almost linking to the Scholars Greenway as well. So if we were to, to launch this, it got well used, and hopefully people would ask for more afterwards. And we'd be looking to use some of the funding from the housing developments that are coming online because they have to contribute to all the infrastructure. But it's really how to make that reality and how to make that happen is why we're here today. also been co-opted very last minute to do this. It's someone else's idea that I'm involved with our local cycle advocacy group. Simon's idea, he actually came up with it originally, but it's actually something that they've started using in Manchester where they're developing a cycle network, which is community cycle planning. So actually using the local community to get both buy-in and local knowledge on developing cycle networks. Because I'm sure for anyone that cycles in Surrey, our network is poor, it's very piecemeal, even the stuff that they spend money on isn't very good. We've just had three million spent on a cycle lane, it's hardly used because it doesn't really go from anywhere to anywhere, it stops every side road, so it's not good enough for people that actually aren't experienced cyclists because they'll have to cycle with traffic at either end or whatever. But and for people that are experienced cyclists, it's too slow. So it's like three million pound, very nice payment. This is focusing on actually creating networks and it's almost tying in with what Farnham are looking at. Obviously, what you get on main roads is actually fairly obvious what's needed. It's relatively expensive to do. This is far more looking at how do you create a network. If we look at where are the back street routes at the moment? Maybe traffic wrap runs, or you just need a dropped curb, you need a crossing across a main road, and using people that actually live in the areas to help develop that, to work with the council and the borough for actually how do you tie the bits of okay infrastructure we've got and how you improve that, how do you tie that together and actually get a network that is usable and you've got plans in place so that when funding comes up for the council, which usually comes up fairly last minute, they've got plans in place they can go out and actually hopefully try and get stuff built. Solution for air pollution. I'm wondering if you'd like to <laughs> just to force you really, Mandy. Okay, but. all right, here we go. <laughs> Mine wasn't based on a particular area, but I did pin in light water just because that's where I'm from, so I kind of know the cycle routes more. But it was about just trying to get cars off the road. So contacting businesses, finding the areas where the commuter traffic is the most, and finding the businesses that are causing that traffic, and trying to survey your staff to find out why they don't come by public transport or by cycling or walking. See if you can prove it from their end, like where they can provide showers. Link them up with local cycle shops so that if people are saying I'd like to cycle but I don't really know the best route or I'm a bit nervous going on my own, they can then do a free let's cycle you all to work day. And then it's things like improving the cycle lanes I had in there because like what's got none apparently on the cycle infrastructure map. Trying to share cars so businesses again could try and encourage that, offer incentives to get people to car share. Maybe there's pavement cycling, the school walking bus, so if there is pavements or even a cycling little bus for them. Uh, trying to encourage people to like pick up the children en route and making sure that there's cycle storage and parking at both ends or even businesses having rentable cycles and e-bikes and things like that.
zero waste school pickup is our idea with a couple of mums who stand about waiting for children on a daily basis, <laughs> either from school or from after school clubs. And it's something we kind of have to do every day. We like to be more efficient in our use of time, our use of money, and we'd like to be more green. We don't currently refill containers because that involves taking them to a specific place, like a kind of zero waste location with, with armfuls of containers. But what we could do is take one container every day to school pickup and get it refilled if the school is a hub for refilling containers, basically. So we're sort of exploring ideas about using schools as places where people can take very micro actions towards reuse, refilling, etc. better use of uh, the roundabouts around Surrey so it just involves planting more wildflowers and and just improving the overall kind of appearance. Big bus stops, rainwater storage as well so these are all quite good ideas potentially uh, bird feeders to encourage different kind of birds as well. Observing the insect population as well as uh, local wildlife as well. This is not something that I can claim the credit for, this is not my wonderful idea. And equally, planting trees also is not a new idea. But this is something that we've been doing at our residence association very successfully over the last 18 months. We've raised some £15,000 via lottery funding, Tesco Bags for Life and other initiatives. And what we want to do is we want to replace the dying street trees in our neighbourhood. And we've been doing that quite successfully. We've come across a lot of issues between who is the ownership and control between, say, our Rygate and Banstead, between Surrey County Council, and to some extent between highways as well. So if you want to plant trees, you may need to go to one of those three, and it's not always clear who to go to. And since Surrey are now talking about having a, a 1.2 million tree planting initiative, if they want to find the space uh, for those trees, they're going to need to tie up with borough, they're going to need to tie up with highways, and even better if they all come and talk to local community groups because where do you want those trees? There'll be a lot of people who don't want a particular tree right outside their home, for example, and maybe if you talk to them and involve them in the process and that was some sort of dwarf tree or uh, something that they found more acceptable, that's why you need not only the input from the various authorities but you also need the local input from the residents on the ground. So what we're here today to, to really do is see how we can grow this idea um, but also how can we make contacts with the various bodies that we need to ensure that we get the coverage that we need within our area. And once we've done that, where can it go? And it may well tie into unproductive uh, farmland, which I believe you raised earlier. So we, we have a lot of that uh, along borders of big A roads and motorways and so on, and whether the farmers would be willing to then give up portions of that land and then we could have that unproductive set of land to then plant. Not only does this reduce noise pollution, which has all sorts of other health issues, but it would then clean and cleanse the air and disrupt the air patterns as they come through the trees. So there's a lot of very good reasons. Planting trees in the hall. Trees that there were to put more houses at the bottom of the park. It's 
So the basic idea was to plant food trees down this side, leaving the view over the valley because it's a bit nice view. Have an avenue of trees that would soak up some of the excess moisture because it's heavy clay and it's a football pitch, so it gets unbelievably soaky. And then have a few specimens along the bottom in the drainage ditch also to soak up water. Very basic. RHS are one of our supporters, and, and they're, they're particularly just as a starting point interested in, in, in Kate's idea, but they're happy to provide some advice to other people as well. We are two mums from school, and we currently head up the green team at Shopping Road School, um, which is a new initiative that we started just last year to reduce single-use plastic throughout school. Another issue which really neatly ties in with reducing single-use plastic is the fact that our schools cannot currently recycle their food waste efficiently because it costs them extra as they are classed as a business when clearly they are not a business and they do not have the additional budget to recycle food waste. It's a block that our head has come up against. But we've got lots of ideas. So at Shotton Olympics we already have a gardening club with a veg plot and we use the veggies to make and soups over winter for the children. We already have a composting box. We'd like all schools to have this. It's a lovely thing for our children to be doing is to get their hands dirty, instill them in with a love of the environment young so that actually when they're growing up they have that fear of loss of the environment so they want to protect it and they are emotionally invested. Gardening club, compost heap, ideally we'd have a wormery and a mulch pit and obviously a food waste collection. We thought another thing that we could do is bulk buying within the school, so we're going to talk to the people who deal with those contracts. The idea I had was to develop a series of podcasts on the green initiatives, not only your green initiatives, but other things that people can do at home. So, for example, as this programme progresses, to talk on a regular basis with each of the initiatives here and put them out as a collection in podcasts. Look at the things that people at home can do to improve their environmental profile. The teams have now had a chance to discuss their projects with members of the other teams, helpers from the sponsors, and Surrey County Council staff. This has enabled them to identify additional planning that is needed and also whose support will be needed for the project to succeed. They are now feeding back their plans for the next three weeks. First off, we hear from Solution for Air Pollution. So I'm going to say in the next few weeks, like, I need to do a lot more research because mine was very, like, it could be anywhere in Surrey, so I couldn't limit it to one particular area. So I'm going to do a lot more research on what areas have got the worst pollution or the worst traffic and try and work that out. Get a survey ready to send to the businesses. Once I've worked what area I'm doing, uh, find the businesses in that area and who I would contact. Next, we hear from the Zero Waste School Pickup Team. school pickup so we want to do a bit of costing things up can we afford to be ethical in our product choices that we're offering plus also be cheap enough for it to undercut supermarkets 
and persuade lots of parents to do it. So we need to basically do the basic economics on it. The second thing we need to do is to arrange a meeting with the school and see if we can get their agreement in principle to support us with doing stuff on their premises, which is pretty critical. And then finally, assuming those two work out, we will do some user research by doing a parent survey. Next, we hear from the Farnham Cycle Paths team. Yeah, so next few weeks we want to um, build up our organisation so we can get different people working on different functions. Looking at funding, looking at surveys, talking to the council, and also trying to bring in some of the experts so we try to manage Managed to get a slot at German Hunt's Pollution Summit to try and get high level management buy-in really, because this won't happen. The, the top people waving the County Council to actually make this work. Next we hear from wildflowers on all grass verges and roundabouts to protect Habitat's team. I have discussed with SCC the uh, lady who I've been giving a link for in terms of highways and rewilding. I also need to discuss with RHS uh, what sort of plantings are appropriate and what the seasons are for doing it. I need to sort out the cost of verge cutting. Uh, that's another one for SCC. I want to look at sponsors, see if we can get some sponsorship for perhaps in a little roundabout or something of that kind. Next we hear from the tree planting team. The first thing I need to do really is to go, I don't think it's time to write down, but to go back to my residence committee and obviously feedback what we've been talking about today and then establish what the next steps are. But I assume that what those steps will be is that we'll need to be in touch with Surrey County Council and we'll need to be in touch with our local borough council because what we would like to end up with at the end of the process perhaps now is more of a template that others and ourselves can use in order to understand who's talked to. Now we hear from the Reducing Food Waste in Surrey Schools team. do a viability study which will involve observational work and getting the buy-in of the teachers and the school because we don't know what will work and we want to see how much waste there is. And then we're going to look at contacts, connections and resources and do any research that needs doing. But I think for us we could solve the entire of our problem by getting a bin collection and everything else is fluff. And we'd love to do the fluff too because I think the fluff is magical and will make the community a lovely place. And so definitely involve ourselves in doing the fluff. But if we get that bin collection, we are 90% of the way there. It all hinges on that. Next, we hear from the Community Cycle Maps team. to make too many commitments because it's not my idea and I'm representing someone that can't make it today so I will need to run everything so through So I'll him. put your name by it. <laughs> our next steps are to get in touch with our local borough council because although they don't actually have very much control over the highways, probably got the best link to the community which 
which is what we're trying to involve. So in terms of setting up meetings, etc., they would be the best people to essentially be the host of these, obviously with representatives from Surrey County Council as well. So getting those links is going to be important. We need to decide scale because with where we are, we could look at just the town of Rygate, we could look at Rygate and Red Hill, which kind of merge into one another, or we could look at the whole borough, which I think would probably be too much for us initially. So it's, it's what scale we start at and deciding how micro we go because for community engagement. Also, we want to get links with schools because if you talk just about cycling and driving, it can become quite a contentious issue, whereas most people will actually be in support of helping children cycle to schools. So that can be quite a good focus for it. And finally, we hear from the Green Lungs in Stoughton. This podcast has been produced by the Mr T Podcast Studio as part of Surrey's Greener Future programme. Please use this material to help inform others.